Ferrigno. Hey. Hey, Ferrigno. I'm recording this for Instagram, bro. You want to say something? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Creepin' in the Basement with me. Hot, Carl. Now, we had two guests today. One familiar, one new. Mr. Hanan and uh, his buddy, Nick. Now, my buddy. Uh, very good conversation. These people had a lot to say. And trust me, you want to hear it. A little bit over an hour. I think everybody can muster that one. That last episode seemed to be a little bit too much. Not to worry. I respond to feedback. Okay? So we made it shorter. It's a good one. Hope you like it. Hello, how are you, sir? Everything's good. Where are there blunts? Where's the blunts? Mr. Philly, hello, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing all right, how about yourself? Yes, yes, I am good. Uh, Mr. Philly, you've brought with you a man, a short man, a man of many talents, a white man. A bearded, red-haired white man who has been my best friend for many, many years, probably about half my life, basically. Just so that everybody knows, he has very thin-framed glasses, he's very tattooed, and he's drinking a cranberry quiche beer. Did I did not pick myself. <laughs> this was gifted to me. Mr. Nick, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. Yes, fuck yeah. Um, doing especially better now that I have this this uh, super fine beer that y'all aren't worthy of. Yes, yeah, so heard. <laughs> it tastes like judgment. I feel like you're judging me right now yeah. as you're sitting across from me. Feels like uh-huh, Yes. Okay, good. So I'm projecting correctly. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Mr. 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 Nick, um... Philly was able to produce some of the best podcasting that I've had so far. Shout out Brandon Hoover. I want you to know, you have you don't know this yet. Brandon Hoover had the most views of any person on the podcast. Nice. He topped it at like 800. You blew that shit way out of the water. Really? For some fucking reason. It makes no sense. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. A feeling? I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that for whatever fucking reason, people gravitate to the shit that they like and they re-listen. Okay. You know what I mean? So I just have, or it could be that like, you know, you have friends that listen to it a bunch of times. I mean, that's, that's a low key. That's what I hope. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope I have dedicated friends. And if not, then I mean, honestly, you even saying that like that, like I listened to it twice and I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a- <laughs> I was like, that's a lot. Like that was, and I didn't even listen to the whole thing the second time. Cause I was listening to it with a friend. That's the thing, yeah. Them, see, yeah. And it was kind of like, and eventually they wanted to talk about because they know me already. Yeah, of them. course. See, see, that's the thing. It's important. It, it's very interesting when you meet somebody new. Like today, everybody's yeah. going to meet Nick. You know what I mean? Yes. You're brand new to the podcast, a brand new person. Mr. Nick, where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Uh, oh. Yeah, me and Phil actually met in high school, yeah. uh, freshman year. Uh, I was in math class. Uh, Algebra one, Miss Gonzalez. Uh, shout out Miss Gonzalez. Uh, you're probably still a bitch. Probably still a teacher. <laughs> uh, yeah, she liked to send me to ISS a lot. But uh, no, I met him there. 
And yeah, we've been friends ever since. He's actually the reason I moved to LA. <laughs> nice. What? what oh, she was hot as fuck. <laughs> what? What? What did you guys? Um, what did you guys bond over? Bond over. What was the one thing that you guys had in common? Uh, I honestly don't know. He was a he was like a cool kid. I was a huge nerd. I ran track. Like I didn't smoke weed. I didn't drink. I didn't party. You did track. Yeah, I was like a huge nerd growing up, and uh, and Phil was like the badass. It was like, oh, you've never done Solvio? <laughs> uh, he was just he was just really friendly. Uh, I, I'd say the biggest thing is probably Ryan Brenner. We met through a mutual friend. Yeah. Who Another I, one of my really good friends, best friend as well. I have about I have three best friends. Yeah. I have three best friends above everything. Hot yeah, Carl. So there you go. Hot Carl. Four best friends. <laughs> there you That's go. Definitely one of them. And uh, and my and my homeboy Ryan Brenner, a uh, very great guy. Um, but yeah, he was also. So uh, kind of like, um, hey, I know this person. I know this person. I know yeah, the person does that. Was, yeah, exactly. And so he he kind of got on that side of the fence, I guess. And I was on the other side where it was like him and I were friends, so we could blend our friends together. I'm not gonna lie, I had a friend like that because I was the same way when I was in high school, fresh out of middle school. I, I didn't want to hang out with anybody new. That was my whole shit. You know what I mean? Was that like. I, I, I didn't know how to like talk to people. That was my thing. And I had one friend, I remember, I was just hanging out with all the weirdos, all the kids that wore all black and they listen to depression, depressing ass music and everybody wants to do stupid shit like write poetry and shit Goth like that. or emo. Because, yeah, basically. Because like, well, there, there was a weird transition. You yeah. know what I mean? Where I was like, I totally was goth and I'm like, but I'm not that sad. I'm not, yeah, I'm not like pissed all yeah, the time. Yeah. I just have frustrations. Yeah, you know? like I use like puddle of mud. It's a mud vein or like... I have never opposite. heard either way. No, like, it's, have it's, it's not a phase, Dan. It's not a phase. I'm sad. <laughs> she look at me. I'm 28 and I still have the reverse mullet. Like. <laughs> uh, well, that, that was my thing. My thing was that my friend he he was very outgoing and he ended up uh taking me outside because outside was where all the cool kids hung out you know what i mean we hung inside in a corner and we just like kicked and sat talked down. about like video games yeah it's dumb shit. shows y'all have watched and yeah shit. yeah we'd all hit on the same bitch that that preempted like prematurely grew tits just happened to hang out with you guys yeah and we're like hey, yeah. oh my gosh she's so hot but she's so really funny. not that hot because <laughs> that's, that's how my friend ryan was he was there doing that and that's where people you know what I'm saying? that's where nick was kicking it inside you know what i mean that's so funny wow that's totally relations and shit. Well, yeah, he taught, he brought me out, and then that's how I learned how to, uh, but how to talk to people, like at all in general, because I was really weird when it came to shit like that. Really? But you, so you grew, you grew up with what? Come uh, <coughs> on, right? Vice, the guy that was. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. In high school, he immediately went outside and he hung out out with the cool people. Like I had to transition my way there because you know I was always like a little a little awkward. Is that what you ran into? <coughs> Into, uh, into the homie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly how I met him. I've known him for a hot-ass minute now. That's good, though, man. Yo. Good guy. Good guy. Shout out as well. Shout yeah. out Juan, yeah. who, by yeah. the way, after we shut good off work. the podcast, we, we talked for like a solid three hours. He stayed for an extra hour talking with me. And then okay. when I was like, all right, bro, it's 3 a.m., see ya. <laughs> he's outside and he's like, bro, this, this, and that, this, this, and that. And I'm like, he also showed me the freshest batch of mushrooms I've ever seen in my entire. Bro, he brought bro. some Mexican mushrooms. Have you ever done Mexican mushrooms? I've done regular mushrooms a lot. <laughs> he said they he might have been Mexican, I don't know. <laughs> How have you seen your mushrooms? I don't uh, judge like that, I don't really know. In a bag from a drug dealer. How, what's the, <laughs> what's the, what, what's the average, like, look of your mushroom? Um, so, I, I've actually, I've done, acid a few times i've done mushrooms a nice. few times uh the one mushrooms that stand out i remember because it was like the gnarliest trip of my life they're called penis envies <laughs> and they're not social shrooms which i didn't know and uh i mean they just looked like your typical like what you'd expect cow shit mushrooms they yeah didn't, they didn't look like anything special but i remember when i bought Sorry. them the guy that sold them to me 
was, uh, I think I was 20, and this dude was, like, in his early 30s, but was that guy that just hung out with kids for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and he was, he was the, he was the plug. And, the uh, pervert. Yeah, yeah, I'd only done hallucinogens a couple times at the time, and the pre-pedophile. he's selling them to me, and uh, I bought an eighth, and he's like, yeah, these are penis envies, they're, like, they're gnarly, man. He's he like, would name them penis envies. Yeah, like, you know what, I would fuck with this guy. All right, so, y'all at home actually Google them, because they're fucking And if they are, it's probably from a pedophile, so watch out. Just be weary. But anyways, he he uh, he rolls up his sleeve and shows me his inner arm, and uh, he goes, "You see this?" And no, he <laughs> yeah, it was a dick on his arm. No, it was uh, it was the the molygram. Uh, what's the word? The uh, chemistry oh, like the structure. Yeah, the yeah, chemical yeah. compound structure of uh, basically acid. And he goes, "Look oh, at me, man." He goes, uh, "I've done acid." Or mushrooms, like, every week for 10 years. Like, a huge role model. Like, honestly. <laughs> and he goes, I'm telling you, like don't, he goes, don't eat this whole eighth. Eat two grams. Yeah. So, so I eat two grams, and, like, I'm feeling great. But, like, anything else, you're feeling good, you want more. But uh, it was at my apartment complex. They were having a pool party with a live band. Like, I'm getting, like, a little bit of color visuals, but not, like, tripping. Just, like, feeling good. Like, I felt that was So mushrooms, if you're not, like, tripping balls, it's basically, like, pot edibles. Okay. But, like, yeah. with a little bit of visuals. <laughs> So anyways, uh, I have a gram and a half left, and I'm trying to give it to my friends because I want them to be on my level. And they had a lot more experience with mushrooms than me and understanding a trip is a commitment. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm not going to randomly do hallucinogenics today. I'm not going to do that. Just like, go about my day. So I decided it was was a great idea to put on Scott Pilgrim versus the world (laughs) and eat eat the rest of the eighth of mushrooms. Oh, no. (laughs) And if you've seen that movie, that movie in and of itself is a fucking trip. So I'm watching it and I'm trying to understand if I'm tripping or if that's just the movie. And I made it till the final, (laughs) final fight scene, like the climax of the movie. And it was way too intense. Yeah. And I looked down, and uh, I was at my buddy's house. He lived in the same apartment complex, and his cat's just staring at me. <laughs> so I stared at the cat, and I remembered this thing, because I was tripping. I remember this thing that cats, if you stare at cats and you close your eyes slowly, they take it as a sign of you trusting yeah, them, and it's yeah, how you want. Yeah. And, and I swear, try it at home. If your cat's staring at you, and it's looking up at you, stare at it, and slowly close your eyes, it will jump in your lap. What? It's, it's, so, like it's like you're calm, basically. I've well, never heard this. So like, cat, when cats blink at each other, it's like, hey, I'm not on edge. You don't be on edge. Like, I'm trusting you to not attack me. I'm closing my eyes and showing you that. So I did that, and the cat jumped in my lap, and I swear to God, as soon as that cat hit my leg, it was just like Simpsons. Like, I went to, I call it Funnyland. Everything looks like a cartoon. Wow. The craziest visuals the ever. I was like on pins and needles. And we were supposed to go to uh, Auditorium Shores for a music festival. <laughs> That's awesome, like Blues on the Green or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, well, oh, like, shout out to Austin, Texas, by the way. Side out there the listening. Yeah, Austin, yeah, I was about Texas. to ask too. Love you guys. You are fantastic. So, anyways, I know I got time. off topic, so let me just finish my crazy shit. No, story, feel, but shit. I, I'm on the That's trip. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, fuck this. Uh, is good never shit. heard this. So I, I go out. I go outside. And uh, so this place, it was actually this apartment complex was a brothel in the '60s. It was a motel. Like, but huge complex that they converted into apartments, and they just painted everything like a Beatles acid trip gone wrong. It's called mm-hmm. the Metropolis. It's in Austin. You can oh, Google it. Damn. There's like yeah. uh, vintage cars, like slug bugs, just in the trees and oh, shit. Riverside, so man. yeah, it's a crazy place to trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm outside. Anyways, there's no patios because it's like Motel Eight style. So it's a sidewalk community. Everyone's got like uh, patio furniture just on the sidewalk outside their room. Picture you live in an apartment, but it's a motel. Everything's painted funky colors. There's cars and trees patio furniture on the sidewalk so i'm sitting out front smoking because i'm tripping way too fucking hard at this point and my friend walks out you remember jared 
No. Little Jared? Yeah, from Subway. The Bordens? <laughs> no, I know Borden. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, Trevor's younger exactly brother. So uh, yeah. we're sitting on the <clears throat> patio, and uh, he's the one I offered shrimps to, and he's like, nah. And I'm smoking, and he's talking to me, and I know it's all in my head. Because <laughs> he's talking to me like a British pirate. Yeah. And I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no... And, like, everyone's like, you see it in the movies, and Trips, it's like, oh, it's not like that. This is the one time in my life that I was tripping that hard. Yeah. And so cars are going by, and he's talking eight. to me like a pirate, and the sound of the cars passing me, like, next thing I know, it's the ocean. And the sidewalk's, like, the edge of his ship, and everything's, like, swinging. So here I am just going outside to smoke a cigarette to get away from the trip, and now I'm on, like, a ship, a pirate ship in the storm with Captain Jerry <laughs> talking to me. And finally, I just stand up to go back inside. My friends come out, and they go, hey, Nick, you ready to go? And verbatim, I said, Fuck no, I ain't going nowhere, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> and I walked to the back of the apartment to go into uh, their guest bedroom. And at the time, they had like a few squatters, like some of our friends were like, you know, we're all 20, so you have like those lingering burnouts. That I are, feel, like, yeah. they, they haven't, they've left their parents, but they haven't got their own place. So there's just like blankets and like twin mattresses all over. And I was like, I'm gonna sleep this off. You can't sleep it off. <laughs> you close your eyes, it's a little I good. crawl onto the bed and it's blankets and they're curled up but I'm tripping and it looks like <clears throat> bodies like in the fetal position so I'm just crawling through bodies but oh, knowing sorry. it's not real and I lay down and I close my eyes to sleep and dude I swear to you like my soul floated out of my body I was staring at myself laying in the bed I went through the ceiling there were helicopters because this is Riverside Old Torf Austin it's like the LA of Texas mm-hmm. uh, that particular just those two streets the rest of Austin's really really chill uh and yeah, so I literally, I swear, I just floated up and could see for like blocks and blocks and blocks. And then I came back to my body and I was super upset. My uh, friend whose place it was, his girlfriend was also tripping. And then I just hear her crying because we took him at the same point. Uh-huh. And now she's tripping too hard. Did she do the same amount that you did? No, she did two grams, yeah. but uh, she Still. was like 110 pounds <laughs> and had never tripped before. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like this really quiet, introverted girl. Yeah. And I was like a raging dipshit, like herp, derp, I'm Jake. I ate the mushrooms by myself on a Monday for no reason. But so we're both going through the same thing. And I walk in the living room, and uh, I was like, "Should I go back in the room or hang out here?" And Captain Jarrett's like, "Man, this is why I didn't want to trip with you, man." He's like, "You're fucked up, aren't you?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't like this." He was like, "Bro, like, he's like, I've been there, like, just do what you want to do." And I was like. I think I want to hang out with you guys. Yeah. And they're still watching TV, and uh, I just remembered a buddy of mine, Eric, that I used to make music with, because uh, I was never a Pink Floyd fan, but he was a huge Pink Floyd fan. Fuck he was, yeah. He was talking about how they brought him out of a bad mushroom trip. Uh-huh. So I just sit at the computer, and I start playing Dark Side of the Moon, and to wrap it up, Time Comes On, I think it's like the third or fourth song. One of the biggest and, albums of yeah, all time. Yeah, all the alarm clocks start at the beginning, Yes. and it just brought me out of my trip. Yes! And at that point, I just felt like I was really high on weed. Like, I still had to chill out, but I wasn't tripping anymore. Yes, I Pink wasn't Floyd! Fuck yeah. yeah! So, to this day, I'm actually a huge Pink Floyd fan, and I feel like I get their music better because they brought me out of a dark place. Yes! That's an amazing fucking story, and I'm glad that I asked you how your mushrooms are shaped. <laughs> I was about to say, I was all... about to say, can I ask you one question? What did your mushrooms look like? <laughs> I was going to ask, I was literally be like, what did your mushrooms look like? <laughs> uh, yeah, to those at home, uh, I, uh, I try not to interrupt, but uh, I can go, I can talk about anything forever. I can tell, shit. <laughs> I got a mushroom juice store. So, well, I want to know because I want those mushrooms. I was <laughs> For real. Love the pe- you look up hard. penis envy, but make sure I you're not on I don't believe those okay. are real. 
Yeah, it's not the either. real name. If it is, if that's the real name, and and, and you can you can comment or you can you can say hey I've had those or anything like that, I think that you you should do that. Uh, um, just so everybody knows, uh, Nick took a pee break. That's why it stopped so suddenly. Yeah, yeah I pee a lot. He, he had a I penis should... envy break. And <laughs> I should see a doctor. Bad joke. Uh, that was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I was like, we're just gonna let that one go. Good buttons here. <laughs> you know what, dog? If I ever figure out a way to get a fucking uh, a soundboard, that'd be great. All you gotta do is get a, you know, like the. The B patch? Yeah, I bought one. You, you doesn't. It, I had your, one. If you had one, yeah. all you need to do is put a certain sound to that, to there. Bro, I got rid of it because I didn't know how to fucking program it. I was gonna say you should. Uh, yeah, you said to know how to program it. Once you, yeah. Here's the thing. I as, I assume I'm talking out of my ass because I feel like you should be able to just do it there. But I feel like you should, you can you can program all of those to make sounds, and I'm pretty sure you can download sounds onto there unless they have preloaded sounds. Yeah, for sure. And if they do, well then, fuck that. Penis envy. Penis <laughs> envy. <laughs> that is the only way oh. in that conversation right there is penis envy. Now check this out. Everybody at home, just so you know, uh, Philly, Philly the Phil does not come empty-handed when it comes to bringing people over to the goddamn basement. Yeah. By the way, which we're actually in this fucking yes, time. Yes, All right, are. gentlemen, I want to welcome you to my goddamn basement. Yes, yes. Bow. We are creeping in this hole. If you guys right? want to see the basement, I mean, wait, well, I guess you're not really... Yeah, this looking. is going to be way later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see the basement right now, you can go to my Instagram, you can Philly be, the Phil, bro. You can be uh, psychic and um, know this has happened already. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that is not what's going Did on. Did you sorry. guys know that you're in the future right now? Yes. Now, let, okay, now check this out, Nick. You make... Technically you, our past. You make, you make music. Oh, I just got back into making music, yeah. Okay. Uh, what kind of music do you make? It's one of the band mates. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I started playing guitar when I was 14, and I was in like a metal band in like middle school and high school. A metal band? What were you guys called? Uh, Rampage? I don't even think we ever got there. We went through like three different names. <laughs> you can, okay, I was about to say uh, fucking chaos. So we were, we were just angsty, with a K. angsty kids with bangs. Like they just wanted to like That's a play great name. Angsty kids <laughs> with bangs. All right, so my new solo project is called... Uh, no, anyway, so uh, I played electric guitar, and I was really into metal, because, like, everything I wanted to play, it had to be, like, super difficult, and then, like, I chilled out over the years, uh, but I grew up on, like, emo staples, like, Taking Back Sunday, Brand New, Say Anything, Since It's Fail, uh, so I got back into music, actually, in my 20s, and, uh, used to play with a guy named Eric, uh, who's now in Florida, I met him in Austin at a restaurant job, and he played guitar, I played guitar and ukulele, and we were in a two-man group called Somos Extremos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which, is, really? which is, we are extreme. Did you play the guitar and the ukulele at the same Not time? Not at the same time, but uh, <laughs> we would trade off. But uh, yeah, that's impressive. But anyway, so now I'm, I'm doing solo stuff, because I'm getting more into like production stuff and computer things. And I make like emo trap and like like studio pop punk, so like Lil Peep or like uh, 93 Feet of Smoke, Guardian, those are some big influences. Uh, Little Peep is what part of that? So Little Peep, uh, <clears throat> what part of like genre? Was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what what part of the genre is that? So or, like, of, like what what genre would you define him as? Because he was definitely rap. There's hip hop elements mm-hmm. in his shit. However, it doesn't sound. It sounds different, and I don't know how to describe. Well, it. Well, hey, that's what made him special. So everyone's like, oh, he created emo trap, or he he merged emo and rap, and like as if Broken Side didn't exist in 06. I'd have no idea who Broken Side oh, is. Oh, just uh, some some of the emo kids at home will know. But So basically, he didn't pioneer his genre, but he moved it forward, and he did it in such a good way. 
So instead of him like doing shit like satirically or like with uh, like a fourteen-year-old scene kid girl audience target demographic, like he basically just he he made simp or he originally was gifted before he got into producing, you know, simple beats with guitar loops, but it would be trap drums, and it was it was rap, but it was like singing rap. So like he merged it in a way that wasn't like cornier in your face like 303 like tell your boyfriend if he's got beef that i'm a vegetarian I'm a vegetarian. i ain't fucking scared of him bro that shit was on the radio yeah. for a while was, i forgot about that so he, was, he was the first person to like take it seriously you know what i mean uh he like he took the genre but didn't do I'm it ironically die, or accordingly yeah I'm he like just, i'm just gonna lie he doesn't like this shit at all i, um, I mean i mean but I, I feel like that's what made him different is uh it was like subject matter wise it wasn't like party music or it's like not, Driving around with your like friends, it, it was like on. sad shit. It's not that I don't like it. I appreciate it. I understand that it's a, it's a, uh, I appreciate it. I understand it's a really good art, you know, form that's going on at this point in time. It's just not my Steve. It's just not the things that I'm into. It's not the stuff that I, but then again, I don't even make the music that I listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like I listen to fucking like Nipsey Hussle, Lil Wayne, and on the other side, Bob Seger and fucking, uh, uh, Rob Thomas. But I don't make music really like either one of them. You know, I make like 90s boom bap rap type of stuff. But or, do you listen like, to 90s boom bap hip hop? Sometimes. But I don't listen to it as heavily. Nah. I'll, I'll sit there. Sell it. Yeah, it's just what I'm better at. It's how I write. It's just how I express myself better. Like, low key, like, really, like, I like, and like, I mean, maybe I'll listen to like, like the Fugees sometimes, you know, but they're not really, you know what I mean? Yeah. I listen to that mainly because Lauren Hill's got a bomb ass voice. Her fucking voice is one of the greatest things, bro. I, yeah, I don't understand people that don't take music in. Like, I know people that don't like music. They won't yeah. listen to music. And I'm like, I give people a song, like a song that makes me sad or something, right? Like Adele. I fuck, I can't, I can't get over <laughs> Adele's amazing. fucking voice. It blows my yeah. entire fucking mind. I, I'll put the saddest shit ever. Never will I You listen to Someone that bullshit. Like and I, I, I show it to people. Some people, bro, will be, I'm like, does this do anything for you? And they're like, no. And I'm like, how? Yeah. Man. How? How the fuck are you not picking any of this up? That's why I like you guys' passion for music. I appreciate people that can talk with passion when it comes to this type of shit. Well, yeah. So I don't. I don't dislike them. I would dislike it. I definitely make fun of it as often as I can. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it is, makes a lot of jokes at my expense. I make so many jokes. They're there. Who sees a shiny? I was gonna say a shiny dollar. Who sees a fucking shiny coin on the floor and is like, oh shit, is that a fucking dollar? Silver dollar? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, changed it up. It's a silver dollar. That is the joke that I find every time. I'm like, ah. I'll make fun of you for that. I'll make fun of you for that. But way better than that joke. I'm not going to lie. That was Before you pick this up, you spent a good 10 minutes uh, doing a fake voice about like, oh, I hate my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Literally for 10 minutes was just making fun Never of Never would I want to go All right. away <laughs> from here. I don't know. <laughs> one thing I'm glad that you said that you don't make the music you necessarily like like is uh, I kind of feel the same way. Like I love Peep, I love Emo Trap. Like, but honestly, if it was up to me, I'd be like a one man pop punk band. But like when you listen to like the story for so far or say anything or like anything like that, just vocally, I don't have the talent. And when you get an Emo Trap, it's so much more laid back. You don't need the vocal range. 
And I like that stuff too. If it was up to me, I would basically be like a one man knuckle puck. The story so far. Knuckle puck. Knuckle yeah. right, okay. so what I thought to Please puck. explain what the fuck a knuckle Please. puck is. Knuckle puck is a fucking amazing slept on band. That's what they are. They're like the story so far, but like they were stepped on. So picture this. The, picture the story so far, but less slut shaming and less kicking girls in the back off stage. Shit. Who did that? Did the story so far? They're banned from like. Wait, a, that's a band. They're amazing, but I yeah, the lead singer, Parker Cannon, you know, like, I'm not into, like, kink shaming, but he likes kicking girls in the back off the stage, apparently, and no, all their songs are like, you're a slut, but they're, they're He's just probably so, gay. She's okay uh, with being kicked in the back, and you're in a very comfortable environment. I'm just hoping that someone in Freddy this limited. Do her back. You know I'm just saying? hoping that someone in this limited podcast listens to the story so far and like gets where I'm coming from. I but hope you know that you just gave Knuckle Puck one extra listen because I'm about to look them the fuck up. Oh, no, no, Knuckle Puck is sick, dude. They're fucking phenomenal. But... Sounds like some letter candy shirt. <laughs> yeah, if it was in letter candy. No, I have it. That's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> you made us better parts, aren't you, there, bud? <laughs> what was it called? What was it called? Knuckle Puck or Letter Kenny? No, Letter Kenny. This is so. Letter what? Letter Kenny. Letter K. E N N Y. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Now you, as in, now I, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something. I can't hate on Philly for uh, cracking jokes on the emo part. And that's just because I never gave emo a chance, and anybody I've ever known shits on emo. Yeah. Like, there's never been anybody that cops up to, like, hey, I fuck with emo. Right? I do. I'm, I'm 28 that, and I still though. do. Yeah, right? I mean, it's very honorable. I'm not going to lie. Remember earlier when I said it's not a phase, Dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dad, I'm sorry. It wasn't a phase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your top five. I need your top five greatest emo bands. Or emo bands that somebody that doesn't give emo a chance should probably listen to before they make up their fucking minds. Well, I mean... If you've given emo a chance, you've probably heard the staples, but I mean, the stuff I grew up on it to this day is still like in my top 25 play. Wait, is this emo uh, uh, trap or is this emo band? Well, it's just emo because emo trap's relatively new. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I feel like I never heard of emo trap until he said the shit. I was like, it, it was an obscure what? genre that, that Lil Peep pioneered, and now that he died, it's just it oversaturated. Oh, it's extremely trap. oversaturated. I'm surprised Everybody. you haven't caught on. You guys are lying. Wait, okay, I'm, I'm missing no. out on a portion of. Music, like I'm I mean, honestly, I'm pretty sure you've heard a lot of it, and you're like, oh, this is, oh, okay. okay give me one well-known emo trap song Lil, that I should. Lil Uzi Vert, is he kind of emo trap? Well, Lil Uzi Vert is, is basically a one-man Blink One Eighty Two disguised as trap music, uh, but no, okay. he's actually coming out with a song with Blink One Eighty Two right now. Uh, bro, he's he's fucking good. He's artistically like good, bro. I fuck with Lil Uzi. XX Extension, isn't he? Wasn't he emo trappish? Like, I thought he was like emo fucking. He was kind of emo rock. He was kind of his rock. He was kind of his own thing. So he was basically like pseudo British hip hop with like dark lyricism. What's yeah. what's British hip hop? What makes him British? So he had that pseudo British accent that like everyone does now. Where he was from Florida, but a lot of people thought he was from the UK because wait, he has a British accent. Yeah. What? Did he really? Like Did he a kill kid. himself? No, 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 no. Did he have a British accent? No, I was singing a lyric. But oh. so like a lot of his stuff know, has I like a so, so they use the term pseudo-British. Like Blue 92, Tom DeLong. I swear that I it's pseudo-British. Yeah. You're not British, but you're you're tweaking oh, You're singing in an accent that you don't have. They call it pseudo-British. Yeah, and Tom DeLong pioneered that. Yeah, Lil Peep did it on a very, very tasteful minimal scale. But he always makes fun of emo trap because it's all pseudo British. I mean, it's it's fake. It's super fake. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like, bro, but no, XXXTentacion. It's their it's their style. It's the way they come at it. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that like 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 little like little Dicky. 
Hello, how are you? My name is Little Dicky. All right. Yo, I don't know what's in Tottenham, you know what I'm saying? And he, he comes in and fucking kills it. It's his style. It's, it's, uh, you he know, it's is a, also a comedian before anything else. Yeah. Very true, very so, true. So you have to be multifaceted uh, to like... But you, you, but to change the way you speak and enunciate things, yeah. that's all I'm saying. It's a, it's a little bit different. It's like, bro, come on now. Like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess I kind of get it because, I mean, we're all in the service industry. Yes. So when you approach a table... I serve as bitches. You have to... Hello, ma'am. How are you? But if I'm talking to people over there, I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? How are you doing? You know, it sounds a little bit... It's, it's a little bit different, but it's it's like... That's just how you feel more comfortable, I feel like. Whenever you're, you know, on stage or when you're approaching people that you feel more comfortable with. And your audience, I feel like, is who you're supposed to be more comfortable with, right? Yes. Your audience should always be uh, people that you're comfortable with. But see, therein, therein lies the issue of the artist. The artist sometimes doesn't know... How to make people comfortable with them? Because I mean, an artist in essence is weird. You know what I mean? <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's what makes mo- most of the good artists just people that like they're, they're far out there. You know what I mean? Like, how do you get somebody to to like your shit? Like that Michael is supposed to be or weird. Kanye. Ka- Kanye shit is amazing, bro. Kanye is fucking weird. No, as fuck. would you would you say that Kanye is one of the greatest of all time? He is. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I probably yeah. He I would is, put him top is, three greatest of all time right now. I wouldn't now. put him in the top three. Wow. But I would definitely put him up there as one of the best producers. Okay. Definitely. Lyricist uh, depends on what albums you're talking about, but yeah, no, he's he's fucking fantastic. As an overall, overall talent, yeah, he's you wouldn't put him in your top five. Oh, overall top mean, five. I moved it to five now. And what overall do you mean? Do you mean? Like, like, just pr- producing. Just overall, as a creative mind, would you put Kanye West in your in your top five? I would overall, but not as a rapper. Like, but Lil Wayne, all he did was rap. He didn't make beats. He didn't do See, producing. And that's what I'm Kanye, saying. Kanye that's, overall, yeah. absolutely, because he he's a one man show to this yeah. day without. You know, or even with like the label and the money and like the resources he has. I he, saw him at the forum. Yeah, like no, he's he's a brilliant mind. So yeah. we we've actually talked about Kanye a lot, and I've said the older I get, the more I like him. Obviously, after the Taylor Swift thing, he became the Nickelback of rap. It was yeah. just trendy to not like him. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but no, like. Do you he, like Nickelback? I absolutely do not. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, I do. But yeah, no. So wait, I wait do. a minute. Do I you do. really? I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. I do enjoy Philly, get the I, fuck out of my face. I enjoy some cornerback. <laughs> oh, there's like, I'd say about three songs. There's about three songs that I really actually like from Nickelback. Uh, their first song that actually made them famous. Um, do they tour still? I, I don't like them that much. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I, like, I haven't looked them up, I'd say, within the year. But, but if the songs, one of the three songs that I enjoy, come on. I'm not, not going to flip it through. Yeah. No, if I'm in the car, probably with someone who I know yeah. might judge me on it, I'll turn it up a little bit and then change, <laughs> <laughs> and then change it. Oh, you don't like Nickelback? You're like, oh, You're like, wait, what is this? Oh, <laughs> or, or Creed? Oh, man. I haven't oh. heard any Creed either, bro. I, I came on the other day and I was in the store and I forgot it was Creed and I was like, I know this song. <laughs> and I started singing it out loud. I had headphones yeah. on. And I was singing it. I, I, I was being audible. Audible, audible. Anyway, I was being loud. <laughs> I'm way too fucking loud. And then I looked down, and I laughed. I was like, "Shit!" And I changed. I was like, "That's fucking Creed." And I said it out loud so other people could hear that I knew 
Probably shouldn't have been singing this is that. Garbage. This is bad, people. This is bad. This is a bad experience. I didn't mean to do this to your ears. There, there are very few things that I skip because I like to shop at the Goodwill. All right? And when I shop at the Goodwill, I always go straight to the... The very first section I go to is the, the UCD. Creed section? Not the oh, Creed section. I was like, where are we going with that? I, I, yeah. I, I, I like, I like the, uh, the UCD section. I like to see what people turn into the Goodwill. Mm. And you find good shit there, but there's things that I will never... Ever stop passing up? Well, maybe not never ever. Just because I know now that you're into it, so now I really want to listen to this shit. I will never. I, I never grabbed a emo album, and I never grabbed a Nickelback. Which, by the way, there's a lot of Nickelback at the Goodwill. There's a, a any Goodwill you go to, you're gonna find a Nickelback. I can't CD. imagine why it's being given away for free. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, we'll throw this shit. You can matter of fact, steal it. Feel free to. Uh, you know what? Here. I've never seen it at a, at a Goodwill. A huh. Pink Floyd album. But, yeah, <laughs> you know what? You're right. I don't think yeah. I have seen a Pink Floyd album at a fuck. There had to have been one. I, I actually not. I haven't seen a Pink Floyd album, but I was I was at a, uh, a Goodwill in North Hollywood. Trying to buy some clothes, some fucking porn, yeah, yeah, and they have good deals. Um, and there was a person just loading her bag and walking out. I say four or five bags. The way got intended. Just out, out. I, and her band was right there. I saw her. I looked around seven or eight times like, no one's going to stop this lady. Oh, wait, she was so stealing? She was putting Most shit in her bag <laughs> and walking out. Put it in. I could see her van that she was parked in right outside of the Goodwill. She didn't give no fucks. And neither did the employees. They were like, you know what? We didn't pay for any of this shit. Half of us are here for community service and don't get paid. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what one of the what 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 one of the uh, cashiers said to me at one point? By the way, shout out! I have volunteered at a Goodwill too. I still say shit. <laughs> I volunteered because the state of Texas made me. Ooh, yeah, um, okay. Yeah, no, you got to You got to be forced to want to be there. Yeah, because I mean, most of their employees oh, are. Really let's let's keep it a hundred. Most of their employees are returner. You know what I mean? Most of them have Down syndrome or some shit. Or like, they're on probation. I, or, or the, <laughs> I did not know that. Bro, go to the back ever in a Goodwill and you just will Just go see, to the back? Uh, just walk in there. Are you allowed to you're a Goodwill. They make you go there if you're on probation. <laughs> All right, so check this out. Only one time have I ever been let go of something actually at the Goodwill. I had a, a, a container and inside the container I had extra shit. It's a see-through container. It's obvious that there's things in there. I'm not trying to steal. I just want to make sure that I can consolidate. I go to the front. I go to the register. And the lady just scans the first thing, right? And I'm like, I should probably tell her that she didn't scan any of the shit that's in here. And I was like, okay, hey, just tell her. I'll be like, hey, excuse me. Um, There's extra things inside of that that I haven't paid for. She goes, man, that's just fine. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, fuck it. And I just put the shit yes. in the bag. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it was like it was like cups and glasses and shit. Like it's the thing that now I put my dog's treats in. Like I was just like, okay, fuck. I guess if you don't care, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna take it. Let's pay my employees minimum wage to maximize profits. Hey. You know what happens when you pay employees minimum wage? They steal. Yeah, or they give shit away. Fuck yeah. Maybe pay them enough to care. I mean, I love that I heard one time. It's like minimum wage means if I could pay you less, I would. I would, bro. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, can I? Um, Please, feel Can free, feel free, yes. We are uh, oh, see, currently smoking on some California orange bud. Mm. Mm. Tangerine. Wait, this, oh, this isn't... Mama uh, smells it! This isn't penis envy? No, this is not penis envy. <laughs> <right>? No! <laughs> Speaking of which, we never got to that. I, the, the type of mushrooms that I've ever seen, 
I grew one batch one time. A guy gave me a spore. I was 18 years old and I worked at American Apparel in downtown Los Angeles. And my coworker was like, hey, bro, I have a spore. I don't know how to grow it. Honestly, I think I'm going to kill it. Do you want to try? I was like, fuck yeah. So I, I, I put it in a, in a little container, a little soggy, keep it dark. The shit grows. It's inside of this little container. I harvest them and I take them out. They always grew long and thin, like very long. And they had very skinny calves. Mm -hmm. Very. So I always just thought mushrooms were that, mm -hmm. right? Never. Yeah. Now, Juan came in here with some motherfucking mm. baby dicks, bro. Like big, just fat, motherfuckers. Just some chode ass. Just some penis envy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he said he grabbed that's them like, off like of the couch. That's like more like envious penis. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what that is. That, those are mad. Envious <laughs> 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 penis. Those, th those he said he picked them off of the cow shit and that he dried them. Bro, they look fucking trippy. Just right off the shit. <laughs> he said just straight off of the cow shit. He's just like, bloop, plop them up. That's how you're supposed to do it. This okay, so that's how our forefathers did. It. I don't know if you guys know this. Imagine being the first grandpappy did it. Imagine being the first guy to be like, Man, I'm really hungry. That's going in some shit. But at the same time, I'm really hungry. How hungry wow. was he? Dude, he didn't I can tell you one thing. Fuck. There's a guy, his name is Terrence McKenna. I'm sure you're probably um um familiar with his name. No. No, okay. Terrence McKenna. Is a uh, I think he was a a, a, a chemist, mm -hmm. right? And the man swore he he dedicated his life Berkeley? to studying mushrooms and psychedelics, no, no, and he wrote a book called Food of the Gods, right? Oh, I've heard of the book. Now the book but he's basically try. I mean, he goes way off the deep end, and his English is sometimes a little bit too much for me. Like I have to go to the dictionary and look up some of the mm -hmm. things he's saying. But he says in there that he thinks that humans. In general, us, the ones that talk, communicate, live in a society, have higher thinking, are the top of the food chain. He thinks that we evolved from uh, uh, primates that at one point ate mushrooms. He says he, he, he says that mushrooms gave the, the primates an awareness. And that awareness continued forth, and we evolved into these animals. And they just kept eating shrooms. Yeah, he said, I really shrooms. like that theory. That's a good theory. Yeah, yeah. and then that lets you fuck with mushrooms, and you could be like, "Bro, I'm studying. Can I tell you about a <laughs> man? I'm tired of throwing shit at people. <laughs> man, I'm tired of all this fur. Man, I'm tired of slouching. Y'all ever hear of postures? <laughs> and now, uh, millions of years later, here we are, slumped in a chair with poor posture. Yeah, hey. on a phone, like yeah. on, throwing shit at each other, serving as a uh, Productive organs for computers. <laughs> can I, uh, can I, like I've done a lot of shrooms. Right. Do, do you count the times? Is that something that's special for you? No. That's how many times I don't like. No. Are you joking? He's like, I've done like a really cool amount. <laughs> no, no, like cooler than probably anyone's yeah. mom that's listening right now. I used to be a drug addict. Don't worry, I still do drugs. Like yeah. a really cool amount. But, like yeah. used to be like way addicted. Right? <laughs> now I'm like just like kind of. Uh, Are you uh, addicted if you're microdosing? Um, Would you consider that an addiction? Is it a dick if it's a micro dick? Oh, her micro dick. <laughs> I, I do want to hear your stream story though, because I don't think I've heard this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I feel like that matches up, right? Yes. No. No. Because it's not. Technically, it's not if it's a micro dick. If you're microdosing, no, it's not tripping. So, you, you, you know, people take them in the. Uh, the in the forest. <laughs> so people take it in the forest going as, as a vitamin. A vitamin? Yeah, as a vitamin. Well, my, vitamin microdosing say. mushrooms well, like is known. Uh, yeah. One dose of mushrooms, even at a, a micro level, is known to cure clinical depression, 
like the part that chemically makes you sad. People that actually have depression, they're not sad because their life and cir- circumstances. It's not like, oh, cheer up. It's like, no, everything's fine. I'm just sad. This is my brain. A lot of people microdose mushrooms because it's been proven to chemically reset your brain for things like depression and anxiety for up to three months. For three months. So the people that microdose <clears throat> mushrooms are not trying to trip balls or have like crazy Pink Floyd penis envy stories. Yeah. Uh, they're just trying to reset their brain. Some people do a little more than that, and they'll, they're the people that do a gram. Which is like to me like a, a pot edible, yeah. honestly. Those are people that, you know, maybe want to get more in touch spiritually. They're not just doing it medicinally, but they're also not trying to ruin their fucking life on penis envies with pirate Jareds. Yeah, I heard. Uh, but no, yeah, no, microdosing is something that I thought about getting okay. into. Because uh, I've had clinical depression uh, my whole life. I first got on drugs when I was 20, quit taking them, got back on them when I was 25 or 6, quit taking them. Uh, I haven't had health insurance for long enough since to like continuously take antidepressants also i think they just make you too stupid to realize you're sad they don't yeah. fix anything yeah but uh uh last time i shoes before moving was on christmas day and it was just enough to have a good time i went out but it was like a gram uh but i just noticed like man i'm not sad like shit's not stressing me out for like months and then i started reverting back to my old pessimism and my old ways uh tripped again not long ago feeling better again so like i haven't microdosed continuously but it's something i've considered after hearing about it and seeing firsthand how it's it can like chemically you reset your brain. Yeah. Yeah, because I did that, uh, that sassafras shit uh, the last time I tripped. Uh, <laughs> what sassafras? Is that the name <laughs> of the uh, 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 Oh, hit a fuego for yeah, that no, fire. I don't want to get too much into into uh, the whole ordeal. Sassafras is MDA. Uh, oh, MDMA. Wait, uh, MDMA has names too? MDMA is methyl Well, not all Molly is created the same. Exactly. True Molly is sassafras. Based Molly, mm, that's which is not a, true. Molly. True Molly is MDMA. Yeah. That that he knows more about that. Please take over. Please, that's, please. That's yeah. just that is more of a hallucinogenic type of situation. Oh, that is more of a hallucinogenic type of situation. It's with the MDA, just because there's not as much as much um, uh, meth, to be honest. MD, MDMA is methyl deloxone meth amphetamine. Yeah. So it's just it just that's why it keeps you up. So it kind of like it balances it back out. Almost like if you do Molly and you do blow, it, it evens it out. You don't you actually don't feel your Molly as much. Wow. So it kind of like I the noticed. the amphetamines amp you up so much to where you your your brain can't really see all the like everything the aspects, exactly. which is I wasn't used to that coming here exactly so when the, you come the Molly in Texas is all MDMA yes. you don't trip it's, wow. it's not like Molly back home it doesn't make you trip but so then yeah this shit was totally different so so wait 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 Texas has uh the the purest of Molly's no Texas has shit Molly Texas oh, has basalts that they sell yeah, you in caps they, <laughs> they basically yeah. they'll, they'll, I remember whenever I was down there selling shit we would cut it with um uh methylone Oh, that was the big thing. Yeah, I remember that. That was huge because methylone was super legal to get. It was really easy to get. You can What's get methylone? Where would you find methylone? Methylone is almost it's a derivative of methadone, which ah. is a derivative of heroin. Speaking of methadone, I used to work at a methadone clinic. I'm going to save that story for later because yep. that shit right there scared the fuck. Put it on the agenda. It's strong. Yeah. It's something <laughs> that's strong. It's it's a downer. It's it's uh, I mean, that's a, a suppre- not a suppressant, but anyway, point is you mix it up with some Molly, <clears throat> and because pure Molly, pure MDMA, it's not gonna make you super all like it does have a, a lot of amphetamines in it, a lot of meth, but it doesn't make you methed out to where you're like grinding your teeth. That right there means that it has too much meth in it. There's you a, got there's cut an, with speed, like exactly. Speed. There's an even amount, but if you, like, you can almost like good Molly, you can fall asleep on it. 
Wow. You can literally feel so good that your eyes are rolling to the back of your head and you pass out. Kind of like if you do good cocaine, your face goes numb, but then yes. if you do bad cocaine, your face is on fire. Exactly, because yes. that's also well, even good co- good co- cocaine is designed to make you euphoric. It's it shouldn't. It's somewhat speedy, but only for the peak of the high. Forty five yeah. minutes. If you're up till six a.m. on coke, your coke's cut with speed, or you've just been doing coke until five forty five. Yeah, I'm actually glad that much. I'm glad that you mentioned cocaine yeah. uh, because that's a good comparison, especially with recently with what people have been doing. Uh, people have been cutting cocaine with. Um, uh, fuck, uh, fentanyl. 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 Oh, the yes. shit that killed Michael Jackson. And, uh, yeah, and Lil Peep. And, and, and Mag- did, did it kill him too? And yeah. Mag Miller. Mag Miller, he, he, did, wow. he did cocaine that had too much fentanyl in it. He's coked up. Yeah, well, he's dead now. So well, no, he's none of those things. He was coked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, R.I.P. for sure, though. He was amazing. He was a fucking icon. But, uh, There's a, um, when it comes to Mac Miller, I remember seeing this interview where, um, he was obviously on cocaine. He's like talking really fast and he's really jittery and he's doing all this shit and he has the glasses on and you can tell even though he has the glasses on his eyebrows are like okay. so <laughs> try not to look like, like he's on cocaine and, and then the reporter right. asks him goes have you ever done cocaine and then he's like I mean I dabble that's what he said that's fucking dope right there man have you dabbled well, today a lot I've dabbled today I've dabbled and dabbled actually. but yeah so like you know the the fentanyl to cocaine. Uh, it brings that originality to it where it doesn't make you too hyper. It calms you down, but you do too much fentanyl. It calms you down too much. It's like a speedball. Your heart is, but your body is relaxed. So that Uh, means you're, and then you die. What's a speedball? A speedball is, is, uh, heroin. Yeah. It's uppers and downers. Yeah. The most common is people that do heroin with like a pinch of meth or something. So adding, uh, adding, um, uh, methalone, to the molly would do that exact same thing um but you would just have to know the only difference is you like methalone you could literally do methalone on its own and just be like damn i fucking feel good you know then do molly it'll bring you back up a little bit more and you'd still feel good you know i you could definitely od on all of it but if you're around people that are smart around good people that you trust then there, there shouldn't be a problem and that's really what i stuck to um but yeah you know that's that's how it is in Texas. That's the kind of shit that it is in... Uh, well, at least that's how it was whenever I was there. Now, as he said, it's like, hey, there's a lot of just speedy-ass shit, just shit that's like not, really not... It's just, honestly, uh, I've seen people just uh, push <clears throat> up meth, put it in capsules, and sell it to college kids. Dude said that shit in Santa Monica, though, yeah. out here, or the other day. Yeah. And we, I, I, we were talking about drugs, and, he was, and I was like, man, you got any money? He's like, man, I got speed. And I was like, nah, I'm good. He's like, man, the same shit, man. You crush it up, put it into a capsule, and same thing. And yeah. I was like... No, oh, wait a minute. No. Well, it's all these 18, 19 year old Tylers and oh. Beckys that are at yeah, music festivals up. that think they're doing Molly. Like, if you're not tripping, if you're not having up. visuals and shit. Like these kids. Yeah, man. no, they're just on meth and they don't realize How that do that's 100% what meth is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the Molly, the first time I had real NDA was when I visited Phil in Seattle. Oh, uh, shout out to Seattle, by the way. I don't know if I got anybody out about that. It is amazing. Right now, Seattle is. Fucking beautiful, luminous. I mean, I don't know about today. Today, I can't really uh, look at my phone at the moment, but it is beautiful during the summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. It's really fucking dope. I love Seattle, and uh, yeah. What? What? You 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 tripped out hard. <laughs> oh, uh, so um, we were. Uh, he had this super fucking giant badass furnished uh, basement. 
and I was uh, I was on vacation from Austin. Uh, it was uh, so Phil and I went to high school together. Uh, I think when I was about 19 or 20, he moved to Seattle, and then when I was 22 or 23, I went out to see him for the first time since he had left. Blah. And uh, yeah, we lift had just came out. We took a lift for the first time, and they still had mustaches on the hood. Yeah. And we were like, "What the fuck? This is a thing. This is dope." We took a photo with the lift driver, <laughs> and then we bought a bunch of Molly off this dude. And uh, went wow, back. the lift driver sucks. <laughs> no, no, not him. He took us. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're talking about era. Yeah, and yeah, then uh, so we went back to the basement, you know, and that was a hustler. That we, I was like, damn. We took some lift. Molly, and I had done like streams and stuff, but the only Molly I'd ever known had zero psychoactive effects on me. Like, oh, no. so I start tripping. There's a party going on. There's some girls there, some guys there, his roommates, and I look at them, and I was like, I think somebody drugged me. And Phil's rolling hard, and he looks at me and goes, probably. <laughs> and then I was like, no, you don't understand. I feel like I'm tripping. Like, it was, did we take acid? And you're like. No man, it's Molly, but it's it's sassy. It's got sassafras. It's in it. sassy. So m- sassafras <laughs> is the Molly that is sassy. A lot of people don't like it, but it's the pure Molly with uh without the amphetamine methamphetamine compound of it. Where if you take really good Molly, if you do a lot, it's basically especially if you don't have a tolerance, it's like you basically imagine you did a little bit of the Molly you might know, and then some acid. Okay, so let's take this back home. So you did this. You did the sassafras. Yeah, like okay. a lot. <laughs> and uh, and then we watched... Homie Erica. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, we watched... So the thing that really fucked me up this time, I had the spot Scott Pilgrim thing last time. This time, uh, if you've ever seen uh, The Mick. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, season two, episode four. Uh, it's called The Trip. And in the episode, they're tripping on acid. acid. And I was tripping off this MDA for the second time I've ever done real MDA. The first time since Seattle, and I'm tripping balls, and I'm watching this episode, and the whole time I was laughing because I couldn't tell. Like I didn't realize if I was like, is this episode really about an acid trip, or am I just tripping that hard? And I rewatched it the next day, and it's definitely the best acid depiction that any TV show has ever done. Like they did such a good job. The way it's filmed, they dilated their pupils. Like it's honestly like, please watch that episode. It's on Hulu. Season 2, episode 4, I think it's called The Trip. It, it might be later, but it's definitely season 2. And, uh... Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure it's later. But anyways, uh... So, I'm watching it, and I'm tripping balls, and then, the, like, later in the morning, it's like the walls were breathing. Like, uh... Phil had left, but I could hear him talking in the room, and Wait, I turned wasn't there. Wait, you could hear there. the breath of the wall, or you could yeah, see... I, the walls breathing. were breathing. It was like acid combined with, like, regular what you think Molly is, but that's the difference between MDA and MDMA. That's and the shit that's... That MDA is what okay. we call sassy. It's the sassafras. Sassafras is a Chinese tree bark Sass. that has hallucinogenic effects, which is used to refine chemically MDA in a chemistry sense. But So this shit was very sassy, as I say. It was almost just... Like, you can actually get, what, sassafras by itself, right? Like, as an independent compound. And to me, I I felt like I had done that. I was tripping balls. This all comes from a fucking tree bark? No, that's DMT. No, no, DMT too, but sassafras. I'm pretty sure I saw a documentary where there's, like, a... The fuck? Yeah. Let's Google it. move around with all that lame-ass, fake, fake Google, and we need to grow this tree. This is what the fuck we need to do. That's DMT. Sass and and Molly, these are all chemicals. You make those things in a lab. Speaking of a chemical, I used to work at a methadone clinic, okay? And I was security at this methadone clinic. The worst possible fucking job of all time. Yeah, they're crazy. I'm going to tell you like this. All homeless people... All homeless people. Bite you. 
and motherfuckers that are obviously living under bridges. But they were coming in and they're like getting their methadone. One time we had to help this lady because she was overdosing. Because the lady came in high as fuck already. And you could tell because she was doing this. She had a little cup from Jack in the Box. And she's shaking the drink out of her thing. And they still dosed the bitch. And in the dosing room, she hits the floor. Blah, pisses herself. All types of shit. The doctor's in there prescribing some dude some new shit. And he comes out and he's like, oh. And he's like, Carl, let's go grab a fucking wheelchair. I was like, okay. And then when I come back, they bring this bitch back to life with a shot. What the fuck? They bring this bitch back to... Like just, Pulp Fiction? Yeah, Pulp Fiction shit. <laughs> but I mean, it's a doctor, so he's super calm, you know what I mean? But like, he's, the girl comes like this. She, she comes up. And then she goes... She immediately starts crying. And, you know, they put her in the wheelchair, and then they're like, she's shaking and shit. And she's, it's like an old woman that you know. Actually, I saw her multiple times when I used to catch the freeway to go home under the fucking bridge. You know what I mean? Just one of those ladies. So they, they take her to the thing, and I'm like, why did, so what ha- What do you think happened? Like, do you think they gave her the wrong dose in the room? And it's like, no. Most people, when that happens, they, because they tell the, the, the person that, like, like their mentor or whatever, they tell them, like, hey, we're not. We're not doing anything, you know what I mean? But then they come in high as fuck to try to get extra fucked up off of the methadone, right? And that lady just happened way just a little bit too much, passed out, pissed. And she's like, yeah, you know what's crazy is that this shit's like the fourth time it's happened with that girl. I'm like, what? And she... Stop letting that girl in there. This is the thing. thing You're not helping that girl. the, The thing is that she always cries every time after and she always says she's never gonna do it again yeah you know but she lives for that death that's that thing fucking near death experience yeah. bro she's, she's in it shit, for it hey I'm about to go take a piss alright pee break yeah alright we're on we're live gentlemen that was the greatest piss break of all time and uh, just in case anybody wants to know Nick had the the strongest stream of us all. He had yeah. the strongest stream. Yeah. yeah. They call me Nick Strong Stream Bert. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually my SoundCloud name uh, now. It's, it's Strong Stream. And it's now, stream. Uh, uh, exclusively uh, live on this podcast, I'm about to let you motherfuckers know right now. We're starting a brand new band, and we play the pissing dicks. You know, that's that's what we do now. We just piss acoustically. We're the top notch. It's just hipster and obscure enough to be wildly (laughs) successful. Those would be our first fans. Would be like people that pissed or that. Wait, isn't this how Mumford and Sons started? (laughs) (laughs) This exact situation. All right, uh, but we did get off topic. But I did say I wanted to hear Phil's shroom story. Shroom story of Philly, Philly, sir. And we've all been rambling and talking over each other, but I want Phil to have a chance to tell me because I'm his best friend and I don't know this story. All right, take it away, Mr. Philly the Pilly. All right, let's get silly. Um, But yeah, so, um, we're going to put this. This is like watching uh, Leonardo DiCaprio prepare for a role. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I put out this joint? This is about to be glorious. (laughs) All right. So, when I was a kid. No, uh, no, so, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, I've done a fuck ton of shrooms. At least at this point in time in my life, I was in Seattle. Met a bunch of really cool people up there. Great individuals. Um... I had a friend from Texas move to Oregon, and Oregon apparently has the best shrooms because has the best environment for them to grow as freely Oregon? as those poop shrooms. Ooh. You were talking, yes, but they're everywhere. I mean, people do it in Seattle too. Don't get me wrong, and they're fucking bomb. But they're like what you said, really long, and then they're blue, ca- or they're uh, they're 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 not cabenzies. They're um, 
cyanescence. They're cyanescence, I think, the long ones. So I ended up getting some gold stem blue cat cabinzies. I never had nothing like this, bro. Like they were like long, but fat. they were big shrooms. They were what I always thought shrooms would look like, where yeah. where you imagine. You see on the graphic tee. Yes. Like a Mario Brothers type. Exactly. Yeah. Well, except they were like dried and shit. Yeah. They weren't like red or blue or green, but they they were like. You look at them and you were like, I don't know if I should do all of this because I was used to eating an eighth, eat another eighth, and then you know eat another eighth. So I would eat somewhere around ten grams throughout the whole day, right? Holy um, shit! Yeah, but they were they were ones I picked, ones I dried, ones I knew where the fuck they came from, and I know how they were treatment. You don't think that ten grams is a substantial amount, no matter where you get them? But they weren't hydroponically grown. They weren't chemically. They were natural. They were. It was like it was like you eating some. It was like you smoking some uh, some weed that somebody grew in their garden outside, and just they just let it grow because it grew. And they're like, yeah, I have a weed plant outside. Or somebody who was like, I'm gonna make the best fucking weed ever. <laughs> so don't do this motherfucker was. He was the evil chemist. That's what he was. He was an evil chemist who sold me demon shrooms. <laughs> okay, because I've never tripped. That hard. I've always had a. I've always. Everyone's always like, bro. I never know you're tripping, bro. Yeah, you tripped a lot. You are like, you can trip and go to the bank and open up a fucking savings account. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problem. I'm tripping. I'm like, I'm not fucking going anywhere. I have no problems with these things. Could you imagine the guy that that uh, invested in Apple while on shrooms? No. Came back to millions. She's like, bro, that was the best trip of all time. I have a feeling your story is not that successful. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, I mean, kind of. Uh, not Amazon. Really. I bought not Amazon. Really. I was like, Jeff Bezos is a cunt, but he's on to something. Well, what I did buy was uh, Zed's Dead tickets. Okay. I don't know if y'all ever heard Zed's Dead. Zed's yeah. Dead is, thank you so much. It's a band. It's I two don't, dudes it's... from Canada who DJ, who DJ bomb-ass dubstep. Just grimy, just. Like, Do they like, get their name from Pulp Fiction? Yes. Okay. Yes, they actually right. got a, a few. Oh, they got a few songs with that those clips and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, you know. It's a good movie. Who's Zed? Zed's dead. Hey, are you are you a Quentin Tarantino fan? Yes. Are you a much. Quentin Tarantino fan? Not so much. I like that answer. Name me. In chronological order, <laughs> Don't be that the movies that he's produced, All he has them? nine. He has nine. All of them? Yeah, there's nine. He's only done nine substantially good ones. I mean, Reservoir Dogs, the uh, Pulp Fiction, uh, is is Kill Bill uh, one and two count as two or one? That that's two different ones. Okay, it's three, aren't there? But but there's only two. But but you put them in chronological order. Oh fuck that bullshit! <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, man. Come on. The only reason why I try to flex uh, is because I just learned that uh, shit. Machete. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> Wait a minute, was he in Machete? Uh, I, thought I thought that was Robert Rodriguez. He did not Grindhouse, those films, he helped with Robert Rodriguez. With Bro, those. his actual act, his acting credit is like way bigger than and his directing credit. he's in credit. almost all of his films. He's in every single one of his films. movies, yeah. yes. And he always says the N-word in every single one yeah, of them. Which is odd. It throws me off. I'm like, okay. bro, I, feel I, don't like hidden agenda. I don't like when people say that. I don't even like when black people say it. I'm like, bro, chill, man. Like, stop. Like, I don't, <laughs> this, like I'm not even joking. Thing. I don't no, like he, it. He says the hard R. And that's, that's a... 
Now check this out though. Check I this can't out, even though. stop. I can't, I'll never be able to From stop anybody. From a creative mind, there is a man that once spoke to me who was making money being an artist, and I asked him because he was a big Quentin Tarantino fan, and then he asked me. He's like, "Did you?" Or no, I asked him. I was like, "Do don't you think it's weird that like he gets to say the n word in every single one of, every single one of his movies?" He doesn't. He says this. He says this. The guy says, "You know what? I don't find it that 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 uh, that Fences? big of a deal." He actually says that from a creative uh, aspect, he wants you to feel the scene so much. He wants to translate such a feeling to you that he's gonna hit you with that hard art. Put in every go, movie, and you're gonna go like, <gasps> even inside, like even if it's just in your mind. I feel like mind, it's like a foot fetish for him. It's the same thing. It's like he's like, mm-hmm, I get to say it in this film. He got All right, okay, the whole okay, okay. Movie. Little dicky. Yeah, Can I say yeah. Oh, you talking about Django? Bro, he Ooh. made Django right after. All the hard ends that so he was check, dropping. Alright, so check it out. So I bought tickets, me and uh one of my my, my third best friend, Joe Lee. Yes. Um up in Seattle. Who is Joe? Um, oh dude. Joe Lee, yeah. Never, so, I've yeah. never met Joe Lee. No, no, okay. no, no, no. He's in Africa right now. Shout out Africa Joe Lee. Yeah, I mean he's out there building houses for uh, uh people who can't do it, you know, help him out. You know, he speaks like seven languages now. He's been gone for like five or six years, something like that. Fuck well, yeah, Joe Lee. Well, no, for, maybe, maybe four or five years. But either way, he's been gone for goddamn too. I think it's been six fucking years that he's been gone. Um but uh anyway. He had uh I uh he he had a funeral if I'm not mistaken to go to and we had all we were all gonna go to a concert that night. We we're gonna go see Zed's Dead. And um I ordered from my friend that I knew from Texas that moved to Oregon. I I, I asked him. It was actually my old foster brother's uh one of his really good friends. I was like, bro, I want some really good shrooms. So you can get some. He's like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll send you an eighth. He sent it to me and like, before these were normal where people sent you shit like this, he sent me a, a vacuum sealed real cool container but like this big. But it was like with the bubbles on the other side though. But it looked like this but it was still silver. But it had bubbles. It was real fucking cool. And he he told me, he was like, dude, just don't do all, because I got a quarter. He was like, just don't do all of them. And it was just like what your friend said, just only do a couple, just only do like, you know, uh, two grams or whatever it is. Uh, I I got an, a quarter from him and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do the whole quarter throughout the whole night, you know, but he told me to, you know, be chill on him. So I'm not going to take an eighth at once. I'm going to do like you. I'm going to take about two, maybe three grams. I took, I took, I honestly, I think I took two grams as well. Um, and I'm sitting there just kind of like, playing beer pong downstairs in that same place the, the like two story of like the 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 where like the basement where yeah. We, yeah and so like it was the same place we had like beer pong down there I'm sitting there playing beer pong playing beer pong right and <clears throat> before my friend left he left his Zed's dead tickets on the cat on the uh, upstairs table and then we all went downstairs to go play beer pong and he's like all right man i'm leaving so he left, and so we're sitting here playing beer pong. You know what I mean? Oh, he was he, he Joe Lee was like, "Hey man, I'm going to do this funeral. My tickets are upstairs. Make sure you my tickets are good, okay?" And I was like, "All right, cool, man, no worries." And he's like, "All right, cool. They're going to be upstairs. They're going to be on the coffee table." And I was like, "All right, that's fine." He's like, "Here's yours. Give me mine. Put it in my pocket." Sitting there playing beer pong, playing beer pong, playing beer pong, and I'm like, just fucking like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was looking at the at the triangle and. I looked away, and all the holes that were there were still on the wall. They were on next to the wall. Everywhere I looked, they just went there, and they stayed where they were. Like just squiggly in your so, eyes, but with beer pong. But it all just stayed cups. there. So it was like, if I looked here, 
and then I looked here, and then I looked here, and then I looked here. You know what I'm saying? It's it, like literally, yeah. But it all like st- like it still was there, even though I looked away. It was still to the right, and I looked up, and it was like anywhere I looked, I was almost like it was if, if I looked, yeah, if I looked at a place that wasn't there, it was like oh, there it is, filling it in, fill it like it filled the entire everything, and I was like shit, and I felt like a fucking fly, just like holes everywhere. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And I was like, oh my god, I don't think I want to play anymore at all because I can't see. I don't know where I'm supposed to throw this goddamn ball. So I go upstairs and I just start watching. Uh... Shit, I don't even remember. I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't remember. I, I, You're yeah. in the middle of what game? Beer pong. Beer pong. Beer pong. You ever play beer pong? Yeah, I have. Okay, cool. Good. I just forgot what game you were playing. Yeah. Continue. So like the little holes and shit just blah, 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 like went everywhere, so you know. Fine, yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm just zoning out. Everyone's getting ready around me, and everyone used to come to our place to come and get ready because it was kind of, it was the biggest place. It was like you, you know, uh, we had this big ass love sack too, which was, was basically a huge ass bean bag. Like five people could lay on it and not even touch each other, and they were just like laying like this. You know, they were like this. That's a yeah. gorgeous bean bag. It was cool as shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking fun. Man. It was like an eight hundred dollar beanbag. Yeah, we got it for a hundred. Wow! I think we got it for, Google Love Sack. Google we got love we got it for like a hundred bucks. Love, love, love Sack. Love Sack. Like what like I call like Love Shack, but <laughs> Love Sack, like my ball sack. Little old uh-huh. place where we can just together. <laughs> yeah. On the sack of love. So so, I'm sitting there upstairs in the living room and I'm just. Tripping out, everyone's walking around, and I'm just like, I'm ready to just not go anywhere. Like, fuck, dude. And, I, and 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 then my friend, my friend Joe comes home, and when he comes home, he comes like up the stairs, which is straight ahead of me. He comes up the stairs, and then takes a hard right, and then takes another right, which is right where his room R. is. Just two hard R's, just right after each other, and I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm baffled. I'm flabbergasted. Okay, no, um, he he um, he goes over there, and 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 I'm I I can see he's mad, and I'm like, of course, motherfucker just came for a funeral. He's not, he's not gonna be he's he's not gonna be all like, hey guys, how's it going? You know, Mickey Mouse and shit like my that. Grandma. Yeah, like I Loki, I, I like I'm, I feel bad that I don't remember why he went, but <clears throat> he like went, turned the corner, and then. Came back out and came straight to me, and was and then was staring at me in the eyes because I'm right in front of the table that he had left his his tickets on. There are no tickets there, by the yeah. way. Damn. I did not see tickets when I came up, and like I said, people were walking all around. So I'm like, hmm. But everyone there's our friend. Everyone's our friend. Everyone has a ticket. So yeah. there's no one there who that would be like, bro, why are you, you know, anyone there's who no is there. There's no reason for anyone there to take the exactly, ticket. Exactly. Because no, because people aren't like that. You know, friends, like, like yeah. again, shout out to Seattle. Wonderful people out there, bro. Like, not nah, like, um, so he's like, bro, bro, where are my tickets? And I was like, huh? And he's like, where are my tickets? And I feel myself shrinking down. And I'm like, what? Oh, now's not the time and for this. he's yeah. getting bigger and bigger, and I'm like, holy shit! And he's like, where the fuck are my? He's like, he's like, where the hell are my tickets? He didn't say fuck because he wasn't like he was not a very aggressive person, but like he was so upset. He was like, where are my tickets? You know, I told you to look out for my tickets, and I was like, they're, they're not here. I didn't. I don't know where they're. And he was like, he was like, oh, and then he walked away, and then I was like, 
uh, and I just like, I was about to throw up. And like I jumped up and fucking like jumped over the table, ran downstairs because I had a ba- my own bathroom downstairs, which was really cool. Um, I ran downstairs and just and I'm that puking. Like a reaction from somebody that stole the ticket. And, and like no, well because I, I have my own ticket. I have my own ticket. Plot twist: I, I steal from myself on. That's what I'm saying. I had my own ticket. I was good. I just needed. He just needed me to watch his ticket because yeah. he was like, "Yo," because he knew I was tripping. He's like, "I'm leaving upstairs." Yeah, yeah. He didn't want me to go in his room. I guess I don't fucking know. Yeah. But he was like, "I'm leaving him on the table," and so I'm puking. I'm just like. Right, and then I like how you puke the same every time. Last, last night, he's very <laughs> he pukes like a cat. <laughs> you ever find a tickets? What happened? What happened with your ticks? Well, so I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there looking in this bowl, and I'm tripping balls. It is the most magnificent thing I've ever seen in my life. The colors of the puke with the um, with with, with uh, the porcelain. You know, the porcelain pot. It was fucking magical. And I was just like, kind of like lost in the colors. And then next thing you know, I wasn't really thinking about anything but that. And I was like, I, I was like, I was like, fuck, it kind of smells. And then my friend was like, hey, bro. I'm sorry, man. I found the tickets. They were in my room, man. And, and then I was like, oh, man, it's all right. And he's like, you letting go of some demons? 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 And I was like, and puked out like my soul, bro. And I was just like, and he was like, and it was echoing in the bathroom. And I'm like, just puked again. I was like, oh my God. I was like, what? What am I doing? What? Wait, what? What am? Wait, who am I? Wait, wait, no, no, no. I know who I am. I'm about to go. I'm going to a, sh- I'm going to a show. Wait. Wait, I'm going to a show. What show? Wait, hold on. Ah, uh, you lost it. You went, yeah, you lost your mind. And I was like, holy fuck. I was I've like, who there. am I? Who am I? I was like, apparently, I was like, I'm just some fucking, I'm just some just fucking stupid, stupid asshole that just did too many drugs. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. What about my mom? What about my family? What about my family? What are they going to think? What, do I have a family? Do, do would they even care? Do, is does this anybody a think? Typical reaction. What you're going no, through. not this even a little bit. Not even in a little bit. I've never had this feeling in my life. I was so I I got to the point to where I did not know who I was. I started thinking about time. And then I go, well, well, I started somewhere, but then what about what about what about these things? Well, the things that I do know, and I was like, but what uh, what about that? Well, what what is it? What is it? How does it end? Is it gonna end? Is it things? So it's forever this way. It's forever this way. Then it, it must have been forever this way. Then forever is forever. Then where am I? I am nothing. I am in nothing. I am in foreverness. I am I am this emptiness of forever. Where well, how how am I? Am I a person? What am I? What is a person? Why why are these things? And I I was then I was I was upstairs, in on the balcony, sitting down. And I was just like shaking back and forth. And my friend who had asked me about the tickets was in front of me being like, Phil, bro, chill. And I was like, bro, no, 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 He started no. this shit. And he was like, 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 look, man, you've been through this before. Yeah. Have you though? This is not, no. This is how you coach him with your trip though. Uh, mean, you've, you've been here. You've done been this. There. You've done this so many times. You know what this is. This yeah. is just you tripping. This You're is what you Fine. For. This is what you pay yes. for. Yes. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're good. 
Like he didn't mean to be any of that. He like, ah, he just and, walked into your, some bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. And in my mind, I literally all I want to say is, call an ambulance, please, yeah. because I am dead. I am so fucking <laughs> dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he, I didn't, I didn't at all. That and, reminds and me. That he reminds called me, of me down, episode. chilled me out. Called me, chilled me, and and we we got into the car. We. Went to Zed's. It was fucking great. I thought everyone was talking shit about me in the car while I was in the car in the back seat. I was looking out and I was like, everyone hates me. No one likes me. No one wants me here. And I don't understand. Why doesn't anybody... Did you say something? (laughs) Like, I was was gone. And then I met this sexy-ass little Asian girl um, uh, who said her name was Nara. And I was like, you know, that means nothing in Spanish. She goes, <laughs> she goes, exactly. Oh, and I was shit. like, all right. And so cool. my, my night ended today. great. My night ended great. Nice. My night started fucking terrible. So, so that was my that was my worst ever trip story. Even with acid, I've never tripped like that. On you know, acid. when you died in your in your in your trip, yeah. Well, you're like, I'm. Dead. I guess. I guess. Tech, yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah. Then. I've watched an episode of Reno 911 where, uh, do you guys know who Terry is in that show? Uh, no. Terry, Terry's a gay dude. He's a gay with dude. With little shorts? Yeah, with the little shorts. Oh, and he's always Nick Swartzen. Yeah, yeah, and then Nick Swartzen. Oh, so, oh, okay, never mind. He, he's sitting in the, uh, he's sitting in the, in the parking lot of a fucking, of a like 7-Eleven and the cops come up and they're like, what's wrong, Terry? He's like, ah, <laughs> I've been murdered. Let's do it. That's the same reaction you had, but on a way deeper level. Oh yeah, on a way deeper level. What about you? You ever had that? I've never had mushroom trips. Well, the one time that I grew. <sighs> Excuse me. The one time that I grew mushrooms, the guy that gave them to me. Try to go ahead. That's a Zevia, by the way. Shout out Zevia, a, a low calorie. No sugar soda. With delicious fuck to fuck off. That's just fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Either way. Shout out. Blah. Shout out. Shout out. Dear God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I drank it off. That was worse than I my bad trip. Oh, that was worse. Than- <laughs> <laughs> you said that was worse than my badge drip. Oh, wow. I was like, I mean, wow. Either plug and play. That's really. some good badge drip. All right, sorry. Right we, we keep doing this, but you were saying. I forgot what the fuck your, I was your saying. Your hallucinogenic story. Your experience. No, okay. So I've never had a hallucinogenic story. Oh. What happens is that I grow a, a bunch when I was younger, right? I was 18, I grew them, and the dude that gave them to me, I just ended up giving them back. I was like, here you go, bro. Because something about it gave me bad vibes. I was just like, I just don't feel like I should probably do this right now. So I gave it to him, and he took the entire fucking batch. And then he comes back the next day. I'm at work. We used to wait, We used to work the graveyard shift at a factory. And this was when they had just started the graveyard shift, so it was just like six people. You know what I mean? So... He came in and he came in and he looked at me and bro, the minute that he hugged me, he looked at me and he goes, thank you. Thank you so much. And he's, that's what he says to me. He's really excited. He your shit. Yeah, he's really fucking excited to see me. And he goes, bro, I just want you to know that you have changed my life. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't fuck with those mushrooms, bro. <laughs> I'm very glad I didn't touch those. You acting gay. Bro, bro oh, he came up, he was, he, he was like, his eyes were watering. And he's like really 
It'll change your life at least a Mushrooms? little bit. Mushrooms at the very It'll least. change your perspective. Perspective. So, That's what so it is. So check it out. Perspective. The, way I, the way I like to describe shrooms, shrooms, the room breathes with you. Acid, the room has a mind of its own. All right. That's it. That's All a right. great saying. That's, That's terrible if you're on acid. But, not <laughs> wait, let's, let's circle back, but to stay somewhat on topic, let's double back to that, but your homie. Yes. He came Ow. In. Yeah, so he comes in. He's he's, he's hot as fuck. He he comes in right, and he's hugging me and shit. And he's telling me that his like he had the he, he, yeah, that I changed his life. And I'm like, <laughs> are you okay? And he goes, bro, I did the entire thing. I did the entire thing, and I just want you to know that from here on out, everything is just okay. Shout right? out if anybody has any shrooms, uh, just hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Hit up uh, Philly to Philly, uh, your boys down. Line, you know what I'm saying? I'd be a, if, if, you, if, if, you, if you don't like that, then uh, don't watch. Um, anyway, and if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> By the way, uh, did you gain any followers? Uh, Nobody ever gains followers yeah. after after they come on the podcast. I honestly, I really don't. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, a lot of people I mean, don't I get shit. I mean, That's the I thing. Wouldn't. Everybody over here is always so active on I my shit. I get a lot of internal messages. It. I never get like I people that follow the people. It. No, I don't ever expect it because like. For me, it's I would rather I'd rather you listen to some music maybe once in a while that I might do, or just even this podcast, like right here. You know, you are understanding me. You know who I am at this point in time. You know who my friend is right now. Like you get a more inside view on all three of our lifestyles and what we do. So it's not even, oh man, you want to follow me? I'm not that narcissistic, though I feel like I am because I have a fucking Instagram that I. On live and I Instagrams are amazing, by the way, sir. I've followed I mean, Instagrams a million times. But I'm just saying, you know, like I mean, I I I'm I'm totally fine with like the fact that you were like, yo, what he said, it like you had he had 800 or something. Views? He had eight. You blew that one out. But of the I don't water. even know what that means. Like blowing out of the water, like could be like nine. You know what I'm saying? It could. Like, well, okay. Here's the like, thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're the first mm-hmm. episode that has reached the nines. Okay. You're in the nines. Okay. Nobody has yet to break the thousands. I have and yet to see, break a thousand. See, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm, I mean, like, I don't want to be like I'm like. Though it make me happy to break a thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it would but be like, nice. Don't you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is like, it does. It like the people who have listened and actually have gotten something that'd be actually really fucking cool that they that, that they learn something or or that they were like oh cool i i know this person and then later on in life hopefully hopefully uh, whenever i succeed i know this fool's gonna fucking he's he's a dedicated worker you you've been doing this shit so fucking long Bro, even, my shit. And, exactly like i i have no doubt in my mind that the two people in front of me right now are gonna fucking flourish like crazy yeah, he's you know, gonna give me head too. So, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 um, I'm not gay. Um, I don't need my homies out here horny. But, but, but the point is, you know, like just seeing that, understanding that that is a thing, that's really important to me more than anything. You know, that's. I I, I always feel like every episode. At first, this is how I used to think of the podcast itself. I used to think like, okay, I have to try to make something happen. That was the whole thing. My whole thing was that there needs to be like 
a structure for everything. And it wasn't until you just let people more or less just show you who the fuck they are. Look at radio shows. Yeah. The best radio shows have radio personalities. Personalities, there it is. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just people that are worth listening to. Hi! That's how you thing. doing on BBBKL? Well, We're not here even just like obnoxious, That's, but like, you look at like Bobby Bones, people can hate on him. Bobby Bones, the most famous radio personality in the country came from Austin, Texas. Bobby Bones is a country personality? Well, he, so he came from a pop station, 96.7. In in Austin, doesn't he does country, doesn't he? Oh, so he moved from Austin, Texas to uh, fucking Nashville. Nashville, Yeah, Yeah, so he's on the country station now, but he's the epitome of radio personality. He can just ramble, and he's likable. He's he's annoyingly likable. He's good. So that's the thing. But even like the one on night show with uh, Jason with Jason and Deb. He's only like thirty five, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, I was listening to him in high school like twelve years ago. Yeah, he's not that much older than us. Whenever we were in high school, like we were like twenty two, twenty three. Like he must have been balls deep in broadcasting back in the day. I don't know what he was balls deep. All I know is like right now. Yeah, man. It was beneficial for him. All right. You can you can you can write a shit movie with A listers, and it's gonna be successful. Yeah. And like with podcasts are basically radio shows for people that don't want to listen to the of radio, or they want to choose the talk shows they listen to when they want to listen to them. And yeah, you can like micromanage like the agenda, like here's what we're gonna talk about. But like honestly, it just comes down to having the right guests on your show, or having the right subject matter or audience. You know, I, 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 there's a radio show that's on actual radio that I listen to as a podcast, and it's because they have such a good chemistry. It's uh, the Woody Show. Have you guys ever heard of the Woody yeah, Show? Uh-huh. It, 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 it's this show, and it's just like early morning, you know, fucking uh, uh, radio show. And they always got to give you, show. yeah, they give you, they give you the uh, uh, the, the morning news. wood. Yeah, well, more or less. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> they, they have, they have. Well, okay, they normally Let talk about like news. Oh, they they show you like like memes. You know what I mean? Like famous yeah. memes, and they'll like roast okay. them and talk shit. And, 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 and oh, that's what I felt there. that radio had to be. Turns out it's not. It's not. It can be this. It can be people just talk. Feel free. That's kombucha, sir. Feel free. Feel free. But, Mr. Sir, I just want you to know, I've been brewing that shit forever. It is a little tart, okay? It's a little bit more tart than some of the other ones that I've made so far, but... That exact spiel is what I tell the ladies. Yes, it's a yeah. little... Just kidding. They're all I ladies. normally wash my dick twice. <laughs> I'm just saying. I might not have washed it once today. It smells like vinegar. Bro, it's really good. $500. Gross! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, that's fucking disgusting. But I'm not gonna lie. You know how many girls I know who love what? Uh, salt and vinegar chips? Yeah, they're oh so good. Oh my god, they're, they're like, amazing, Those are bro. disgusting! Are you out of your fucking mind? Salt and vinegar chips? Yes, and you, I'll tell you right now, you eat those salt and vinegar chips, you're, you're gonna have a salt and vinegar dick. Okay? It's the greatest, right now, okay? it's the greatest fruits, chips of all time. You eat fruits, you eat, you eat good things like that, then you're gonna, you, you're gonna make these bitches just be like, mmm. Have you ever had... Actually, that's not... That's rude. You have these women. No. You have these respectful women who are dedicated... No. That are dedicated to actually going down on someone, which (laughs) I would never be able to go down on. I mean, if I was a female, I'd be a But a girl? Oh, man. If I go down on her and she smells like fucking uh, chips and salsa, I'm... What the fuck? I mean, well, don't get me wrong. I love chips and salsa. There's a time and a place yeah. and an actual chip and salsa set Exactly. <laughs> but I get down there and it's, you know, some fucking strawberry wine. Like, oh, man. I'm you down know, there for about five or six hours. Do you know what I like to smell? I like to smell um, water when I'm eating pussy. I like the smell of water. What do you Does do? water have a smell? Yes. Oh, I forgot I moved to LA and it's filled with lead and chemicals. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> did you know that everything here is reverse osmosis? Okay. Yeah, I really, like, I really, like, I like, I like just dribble fucking yeah. Fiji water over a fucking bowl. Osmos- osmosis day. Jones? No, man. How, how did you like the kombucha, um, sir? I'm going to find out if it hits me, right? Uh, it's how dare you, sir? How dare you? This is I've made this shit. You mean taste-wise or alcohol-wise? Taste. It's, do you, oh, wait, man. do you not know what kombucha is? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been <laughs> He's laughing because it's not uh, alcoholic. Oh, ah! are you joking? Bro, this is not alcoholic. It's kombucha. This is all bacteria. And healthy just, bacteria. Healthy fucking It's gut. immune-boosting, awful-tasting that grows on you and turns delicious. The way that bacteria got bacteria. I'll, I'll find the out way when I feel it. Then, motherfucker, if I feel healthier or not, all right? My, my whoa, statement is whoa, 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 whoa. Have you seen my concert tickets? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you calm down? Drop the gun, man. You're yelling. <laughs> Drop the gun. Were you touched by your dad this morning? <sighs> not this morning. Is that why you're upset? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to me? Right. I'm uh, sorry, madam. What's the next thing on the, okay, uh, okay. On the agenda? Okay, check us out. <laughs> We did the 911. What you need to do is finish, you never even finish your top five. Your top five emo. Oh, yeah, 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 because yeah, this yeah. is loosely organized <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, top five emo. Very loosely organized the way that God intended. Um, so again, the shit that I'm making and the influences for the shit that I'm making is different from the shit that, uh, that uh, I grew up with or my top five in emo. So that would probably, uh, even though they're not emo emo, they've made multiple albums. Every album's like a different subgenre, but um, listing them out: brand new, say anything, since this fail, taking back Sunday, uh, the used. Yeah, uh, the used Ma- is emo. Mayday Parade. The used is the ultimate sorry, emo. Mayday going, Parade. He's going through puberty. Sorry. Yeah. About that. Uh, just burping, dick. Uh, <laughs> Mayday you Parade. Burping, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> I got him. All right. Yeah. <laughs> What was his name? Wiener Schnitzel? His name was, uh, Fuck You. Yes, he did, right? He fucked the shit out of you. Uh, probably, yeah. 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 (laughs) Alright. Fuck you. That's But, uh, but now, growing up on emo, definitely, uh, My uh, My Chemical Romance, The Used, Taking Back Sunday. My Chemical Romance used to have a live orchestra, did they not? Um, so... Black Parade? They're very orchestrated. They were Teenagers? they were very theatrical. I wouldn't say orchestrated, but they were very theatrical. Um, production <laughs> quality, like you, you know, they were the first emo band to do like you know five six minute songs and shit with like multiple layers, vocal overlays, uh, not just dual vocals like Taking Back Sunday, but like someone singing a verse in three different octaves and overlaying it with wind instruments and like being theatrical. Uh, say anything is super theatrical. They had, uh, their guitar players were twin brothers. One of them, when they weren't playing guitar, would play with the guitar strapped to his chest, keyboard with one of his hands. Like, they brought theatrics to emo. And then emo evolved. Who is this? Oh, Vince Sevenfold. Yeah, Is Avenged Sevenfold considered uh, emo? No. I just wanted to give that to him. Avenged Sevenfold. They were my favorite band when yeah. we met. Yeah, I was gonna give him that memory. That's why that they just you know epic. Do you hear? That was a Chris Pye five. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a solid one. It really yeah, was. was we one. just pressed a fucking shirt, Chris. <laughs> what? Okay, 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 okay. Emo evolved. How? So, Emo evolved 
Uh, well, emo's been around for a while. Emo started in the 80s with, like, The Cure and The Smiths, and then emo reached mainstream popularity with the bands that I mentioned. You know, The Used, Taking Back Sunday, uh, Senses Fail, brand new to some extent. Uh, they went more in an alternative direction, but emo evolved into, you know, basically where we're at now, where it went from, like, you know, catchy The Cure to basically just, like, my dad doesn't understand me. 14-year-old girls see me at Warped Tour. That's the shit I like. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Is it because there's 14-year-old girls My dad doesn't love me after uh, the 14-year-old well, joke. There's a joke with uh, pop, punk, pop punk singers that their uh, their girlfriends can't see their show because they're in high school and they're not 18. Good God. But, uh, why would you even... With pop punk. No, that's the running what joke. What are you doing with her? But, are uh, you fucking her? You you need to get arrested. If you're that billionaire that's now on the phone, I don't news, care how oh, much dude, money yeah. you have. That dude is balls deep. I don't care how yeah, much money you have. Exactly. Emo now, oh, in the sense, in a five man uh, band, it, it, it disintegrated and it evolved into people that still like the dark lyrics or the emotional, uh, thought provoking lyricism, uh, you know, with power chords or. You know whatever made emo emo, but it, it's evolved. It's not a five man band. It's not taking back Sunday. It's evolved into shit that had studio beats like trap beats, and that's where emo trap evolved. You have these kids that grew up on the same shit that I did. They want to make the same kind of music, but we're all in our twenties and we're not trying to start a five man band because we have jobs. So now you're me and you're doing you know sad guitar loops, and then you're singing over it with emo lyrics. But also, you understand production value, and I don't have the talent that Gerard Way or Burt McCracken has. McCracken. Uh, so you end up with auto-tune, and so you have all these other elements that are just uh, a byproduct of music nowadays that have taken emo forward but made it something different. And that's... So nowadays, traditional emo is dead, is what you would say. There's some new stuff, and I've heard some of it. But it's it's nothing I really like. Wait, uh, Panic of the Disco is not relevant. Well, no, they went top forty pop. Oh wait, no, they did a whole fucking. Wait, does that, per- does that take you off of the emo list? If no, you so I'm still. So you know how like your dad's like back in my day we listened to this. So to be hundred percent honest, I don't know if emo's dead. It's like ACDC coming back and fucking making a hit, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and your dad literally like our dad like well, our dads t- wouldn't be like, oh man, Foo Fighters came back with a new album like they would be like acdc fucking killed it so i can't say that'd be like my dad right now being like rock is dead we have leonard skinner and i'm be like foo fighters is rock and they're dope you know so like i can't say emo is dead but it's evolved to the point to where i don't like five member band emo music as much as i enjoy these kids in la making studio shit 93 feet of smoke little Pete before he passed uh garden uh family pet a uh, fat Nick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not yeah. that dude. Not fat Nick. But uh, the, the one with the beard. The, oh, little Narnia. Yeah. Go. So There's like, Narnia. Narnia. so emo Lil has Narnia a Narnia right yeah, there. Line the witch fat in the Nick, wardrobe. Fat, fat Nick is a yeah. like, I used to live next to Fat Nick for a little while. He gave me a table once. Yeah. I, now I, I have. I, that's my I, table I, now. Yeah, <laughs> my coffee table was I, Fat Nick's I, table. I can't say. And now he made it, and he's such a fucking douche. Can't say much about. And he's famous as fuck. And he's garbage, dude. To me. Um, but, uh, I, I just, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, you, 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 you get in where you fit in or, or you make a notch for yourself, you know? 
And Did he make a notch for himself or not? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Lil a lot Narnia. of people these days. No, not Lil Narnia. Lil Narnia's a shit. Fat Nick. Oh, fat Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Nick, I don't, I don't know Lil Narnia like that. That's what I just, no, that's what I'm saying. He made his own, like, he literally was like, oh, if this, I'm going to do this, 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 and that.
go ahead. I personally don't want to do you that. You checked on me just for being but, drunk. Making sure I was so, okay. So, yeah. I mean, you know, so I, I don't, I, 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 if, if I was there and I was, I was someone who knew him on that kind of, you know, status, I definitely would have been like, bro, no, no, the fuck. Come on. For real. Yeah, she uh, showed yeah. me a uh, little pretty heartbreak. I liked it. Yeah. What does yeah, little yeah. pretty heartbreak make? Uh, he makes uh sad rap, or you know uh, emo trap. Emo trap. Yeah, same, I call same, same I call it sad rap. You know, I call it sad rap. Like now, right. now, now. With that being said, you make emo rap. Um. So again, like I like pop punk and I like emo, but just now that I'm a one man show, like just getting into production and stuff, I do like emo trap. Uh, it is a little less trap oriented in like the drum sense like you know the quadruplet hi-hats and all that uh but yeah i basically just make like one man simple uh it, it, it follows the same formula in the sense that it's like a guitar on a loop you know it's not overly instrumental the vocal pattern holds its own weight you know it's like you could sing the song without any instruments and it's like a sing-along song like it's it's like a lullaby vocal formula uh but with guitar beats in the same key hey, oh hold on, hold on hold on i don't mean to put them on the spot but I want to uh, see if Nick can give you a little bit of a taste. Hold on, let me let me let me give you a request for it. Do you yes, have a guitar? Yes. You know what? I was headed this direction anyway, so I'm with this. Do yes. you have a guitar? Do, uh, fuck, I don't. Does I don't know anybody an upstairs have a guitar. Nobody has a guitar. No one. Okay, All right, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That would be pretty uh, legit. So, I do not have a guitar. So if I could put if I could put uh, uh, Nick Burtness, which is uh, your name in my phone. <laughs> I would like to I would like to request uh, this song that that you've been working on and and trying to perfect. I'll of course, yeah. uh, acapella, no beat, no nothing, just just you know yeah. give give the people uh, something because that's what I did last yeah, time. Yeah, really, 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 so um, but no, so a lot of my stuff is like it's like sad vibes, like but like with the guitar that's a little poppier. So like standalone, it's a little downer. Also, uh, I didn't expect to sing. Uh, but yeah, I'll sing a little bit. All right, yeah. all right, let's let's all right. bring that all right, right over here. Let's get a little bit comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you want to? Do you want to take a pee break? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually do, but uh, uh, yeah, it'd be a uh, weird yeah. time to take well, a break. So. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, I'll just jump right into it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do what you gotta do. <clears throat> I hate you, hate myself more. I'm an asshole that had some charm you fell for. But you sure showed me when you got the last laugh, yeah. Like why am I crying? Too many nights been thinking about you, then thinking about dying, yeah. It's like we're not vibing no more. I go to the store, I hop in my car, and I go down the road just to get away from you for a moment or two. Like why are we fighting? Your face in your hands, your hair is a mess, and you're crying again. Why are you lying? I'm sick of your games. Wipe off your tears, look me in the face. It's time to say what I came here to say. It's not me, it's you. Hate you for everything you put me through, but I'll say it's not you, it's me. At least I tell you that to help you sleep. That's just a snippet. Woo! <laughs> it's that I'm sad vibe. Yeah, that's pretty good shit. That's pretty good shit. You can tell that that's uh, 
that, that's carefully crafted. Yeah. Those, the, yeah, those lyrics are very carefully it's crafted. There. It's there. It's there. Yeah. That was solid. Uh, that was solid. Yeah, I'm like a fit the fireball deep, so I don't know how that sounded. I didn't expect to sing, but... It's all good, it's no, all that's, good. That's basically the type of shit I like, but uh, with, like, poppy acoustics, like, you know, some uh, bob your head to, like, beats, drums, if, like, I don't like shit to If anybody has yeah. any beats that they want to maybe send uh, to his email or Instagram, his email on Instagram uh, is... Uh, email is Nicholas B-U-R-T-N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, at yahoo.com. Uh, Instagram is Bertie McBurtBurt. Which is exactly what you think it is. Uh, uh, I'm not really ever on Instagram, uh, but it's B U R T Y M C Bert Bert B U R T B U R T. Bertie McBurtBurt and uh, Mr. Fucking uh, uh, Philly the Phil. That's not my email. I think it's time. I think it's time to take a hot piss. Yeah, it's pee pee time. Pee pee time. Pause for the piss. We're back from one of the hottest pisses of all fucking time. Hot piss! Hot piss! <laughs> yes, now, um, everybody, thank you guys for coming. I just want you guys to know that uh, we, we had so much more planned. We're like pretty balls deep into this episode right now. And I feel like we can continue forth. Uh, Mr. Nick, I'd like to have you here. I, I hear you have some good expertise that, you, that, that you'd be willing to share. Oh yeah, uh, we had a whole agenda today. Uh, we kind of got off topic with the whole lucigen thing. Mushrooms will do that. Yeah. Which uh, honestly, it's a great topic for an episode. I did want to dive into marijuana growing, which I have a lot of experience in. Nice. Uh, coming from Texas, too much. Uh, where it was illegal at a stealth operation. We had a whole thing uh, that was going to delve into legality, uh, hydro versus soil, uh, profit versus personal. But I felt like that really could have been its own episode. Yeah. So we will. We shall. Whenever you have time, we're going to do a whole another fucking episode. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Mr. Philly the Phil, anything you're trying to plug? Did you have a show? No. Everything is A-okay? Yeah. Okay. Instagram is still Philly the Phil on Insta. Yeah. All right? Yeah. The way it got L-L-I-E-T-H-E. Philly, Philly. All right, here we go. Uh, you put uh, Bert on the motherfucking... Uh, nope. You put Bert on the motherfucking spot now. You freestyle. Give me one. Go. Shotgun freestyle. freestyle. Shotgun freestyle. Acapella. Oh, no games. What you think he's swaying? You think he's swaying right now? <laughs> Acapella 16. If you go over 16 bars, it's too much. Girl, it's sad to see that love ain't what you thought it would be. It's okay. Just come. With me, please tell me that you believe. If not, you can go and be free. Tell me, baby, what you believe. Tell me what you believe. Bitch, please come with me. I'm sorry, don't make me bleed. My heart is fucking bleeding. See, I just want to go with you and try to fucking be true. I want your life to not be blue. I want you to understand I'm your man. The one... Fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, my God, I did. Was that 16? Was that 16? I did, I did. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, Phil is now going to cry. <laughs> Phil's <laughs> about to cry, y'all. So with that being said, this has been the episode. I have a own, I have my own sign off. If anybody would like to do their own sign off, feel free. Uh, Mr. Burt, do you have anything you want to say before we take off? Uh, bye. Have a beautiful time. 
All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> How about you? Uh, yeah, man, just like you know, he said earlier, just follow me, you know, Philly the Phil, uh, IG or uh, Philip Hainan, Hainan Music as well on Instagram. Uh, and yeah, man, just. Keep watching uh, uh, Creeping in the Basement. Fuck yeah. With they, they can actually watch because I haven't got a camera yet. Uh, <laughs> no. Look it's at your screen. No, if you are listening to it, watch the motherfucking time pass. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just look at it. Stare at it. Just wonder. What is he What is he doing? What is he doing? And if you do want to know, I was live. Not that long ago, so go ahead and look at it. Less, less than 24 hours, unless he posts this um, after the, uh, what is it today? The, 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 the 10th? 10th. 10th? Yeah. All right. And he posts post post this guess. after the 10th, uh, uh, 24 hours after the 10th, and it, it won't be on Philly the Field. But if you do see it, hear it, <laughs> With that being said, y'all, uh, this has been the goddamn episode. Deuce.